Like what is love? It's like pitting all my trust in this double cup. Got no lust, cause I ain't giving love. I'm stacking on the green, cause I run it up, I run it up. Packing heat, cause this is what I trust. Same made at your face, them semis gonna bust. I'm talking 40, running the race, talking to your shorty, robbing your place. I'm in your house like court, finding where you stay. Catch you while you snoring. This life I live ain't new. Fuck all these hoes, cause all I want is blues. Get into the money, ain't that shit so true? Even if it's sunny, no, we pullin' Howdy ho, Mr. Hanky. Remember that show? <laughs> I know, it's so old ago. DDRL in the house. What's going on in the she shed over here in Apollo Beach? Doing the uh, meeting medium common rare podcast on Spotify and also on iHeartRadio and on Comcast and Album Podcast. You know, you name it. We're gonna be there if we're not there already. So, how is everyone doing? How has the weekend been treating you? How has life been treating you? How's that bank account doing? How's that job doing in your friend zone, in your friend circles, and how's that thing called family, I guess, and how are you? I am Debbie Diaz, reporting live, and I have a, another cr- interesting events that have occurred today on this beautiful Saturday. It rained today, and my garden is growing. I usually am a plant killer by accident. I am a neglector, abuser of the plants and the grass in my yard. It's not on purpose. It's just like, I forget. And so um, I have a little garden out there that I just started one day. And I just was like, "Mm, I'm going to try doing this garden thing. It's therapeutic, blah, 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 blah. And I planted some pumpkin seeds. I planted some other shit. I forget what it is. But it's starting to grow, and today, I'm going to put it on my socials, pictures of it. I got my first flower coming out of the pumpkins. It's orange, orange, like, little pumpkin baby flowers are coming out, and also this other plants. I don't know what they are. I have no clue. I forgot what I planted. I'm pretty sure it was, like, some sort of vegetable. I'm not sure, but they're all starting to grow, and I cannot believe I am actually, like, the owner of things that are growing in my yard. (laughs) I got I got seven pineapple plants growing out there too, and they're about to sprout their little baby pineapples. So I am coming from a world of spray painting my shit green all the time when it dies, to now growing a garden. I have grown in my landscaping um, skills. I guess it's just a empty nest syndrome. I have empty nest syndrome at my house and. So, therefore, I need to baby something. So, I'm going to baby my garden, and I've been keeping an eye on it and giving it all kinds of, like, shit that it needs for soil to grow and stuff. So, I've been putting a lot of TLC into this whole program. But, anyway, so, that is my thing. In between these tree frogs that have been attacking me. Ugh. I just, I don't even want to go there. So, hopefully, they got eliminated again tonight for the third time. Um, and I need to get rid of the redneck hot tub as well. It's going bye-bye. Bye-bye. We will see you in the next few months in the new version. 
I'm going to take a break from anything watery going into my lanai until these frogs go find another lanai or backyard to go call home. So I just got back from the Hard Rock. I went there with a bestie. Um, Mac and I went up there and we went in there with hopes of leaving there with a million dollars and we went in there and left with not a million dollars. The Hard Rock is like the death of me and her and like I'm sure others. It's like this like devil's playground of misery and hopeful shattered dreams and hopefulness that just like comes crashing down and then you do the drive of shame home and the regrets go throwing pouring through your head of what you could have done with that money instead of blowing it at the fucking hard rock and not getting anything back in return and then when you were ahead you should have left but you didn't because the gambling attic and you came out and you just stayed there and the house ended up winning all your money that you fucking won all night long for six hours that you were there and now it's daytime the sun's coming up and you went there when the it was dark now you don't have any sunglasses on your when you leave there and the sun is beaming in your eyes and it makes it even worse that you have to face the world and go carry on with your day knowing that you are now hundreds of dollars broker than you were going in because you thought when you were going in that you were going to be leaving there with triple the money that you were going in there with but instead you dabbed into your debit card which you told yourself you wouldn't do and you brought you withdrew more money at six dollars and 95 cents atm service charge fee that the hard rock charges you plus your atm fee from your bank so you basically get charged like 10 to 12 dollars just to withdraw money from their atms at the hard rock each transaction and you have to have a minimum of 20 dollars withdrawal and therefore you are even more fucked and mad at yourself that you withdrew more money than you told yourself you would do. And it's just more fuckery to add to your drive of shame home and the angry amounts of emotions you're feeling of the, damn it, why did I deal with her? Why did I even, I knew I shouldn't have came here. I knew I shouldn't have came here. This place is just robbing me. I knew it, but I had to get it. I had an itch to go there. I had a feeling that tonight I found a penny heads up earlier. I found a four leaf clover. Like I just knew it. I just felt it in my soul that I was going to win today, but fuck, I didn't. I lost it all. Plus some, yeah, that's usually like the emotional roller coaster of gambling at the Tampa Hard Rock. That is a factual statement. Unless you're like the random ones that just go there once in a blue moon and you just put $5 in the machine and you're the one of those ones that hit the big one. I mean, I've hit a few times, don't get me wrong, but like I like to play poker and blackjack and stuff. So I like the card games. They um, are more, in my eyes, statistically, um, like, what is that on the ground? Oh, it's sock. I was like looking over here for distance. It's like a sock front that's folded up or something. It just looked like a dead squirrel and literally squirrel. So sorry, my, I don't have my glasses on. I have good vision. Just sometimes it just gets a little blurred up. So there is just like the hard rock is just the devil like lurking amongst us. But yeah, the, those people that go in there and you hear the ding, 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 ding. And you hear all the screams like, woo and you just are everybody's looking over like who's the bitch 
Who is the bitch? Which machine is that bitch on? Where is she at? Where is that bitch that has all that fucking noise coming out of her machine? Why is it my machine making those noises? I will sit down at a machine if I go on the slots and I will make sure the volume is super loud, as loud as you can do on the machine so that everybody thinks that I win, I'm winning like a million dollars on my machine when literally I'm just putting like a dollar in each time and just making it go, making it no, noise on it. And then when I get up, from the machine, a swamp of like people go right to where I was sitting and gambling, thinking that that same machine is like hitting. I'm like, calm down, people. Calm down. It's the little things in life, you know, that I like, I get enjoy or a little chub off of, I swear. So, um, yeah, I don't think the hard rock is meant for Mac and I because, and my other friends, um, you know, we all kind of had the same feelings about the hard rock. But the one in Hollywood, Florida is the bomb. That one you like win. You get treated like a, a Kardashian when you go there and gamble. Like I pull the red carpet out, VIP all the way. I love the Hollywood Hard Rock. So I will like, go there in a heartbeat anytime. And they take good care of you over there. I can't even get a like a margarita comped, you know, or like <laughs> a sandwich comped off of my player status at the Hard Rock in Tampa. I mean, people that got the rooms comped, go you. I don't know what you're doing or whose dick you're sucking to get um, a room comped in the Tampa one because unless unless I'm just not using my player's card enough, I sometimes forget or sometimes I feel like my odds are like not good if you use the card. I haven't done a thorough research or analytical research analysis of that situation. So I'm not sure what, you know, the percentages and the research of the computers. If you use your player's card, if your odds are good to win you know or versus not using it but 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 if you use your card over the player's card in the hollywood tampa or hollywood hard rock you win 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 so when i was over there a couple times i tried both i put my card in i would win 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 not put my card in not win so it was like maybe if it noticed that my player's card is from my home my home um, location of Tampa Hard Rock, it notices that like I'm from out of town and it wants me to like still play more at their location. And so therefore maybe it's rigged. The computer like has a, you know, coding set up where out of town people win more because they want you to stay longer and they want you to play longer, you know, spend more money versus the local people that go there all the time. They're like, bitch, you come here every day. We ain't letting your ass win like that much at all. Okay. We're going to let you just, you know, dangle on this string and we're going to like suck you dry little by little, you know, we'll throw you a bone here and there. But you know, other than that, we saving all this jackpot baby for the out of towners. That's what we want. We want the out-of-town peeps because y'all locals ain't staying in our hotel rooms. You're not, like, utilizing the shit we got here, the expensive restaurants. You ain't doing shit besides just coming in here on your lunch breaks and shit and gambling, you know, your life savings away and your and your kids' college funds. So maybe that's the case over at the Tampa one that, you know, if you're if you have a – if your home location of your player's card is in another city, something maybe you win more. Maybe I should register myself. Oh, I can't, though. You can't register yourself in a different city because you have to use your driver's license. And then your driver's license tells you what city you're in. And then blah, 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 blah. But I could say, like, look, bitch, I work over in Hollywood, Florida, okay? Like, so I need to change my location to Hollywood, Florida. And then it would, I would see if there would be a big difference. If that works, then, Lord behold, I will definitely take back what I said about the Tampa Hard Rock. But until then, I have oh and i have got 
plenty of VIP rooms and like the pool, like um, a whole like VIP treatment at the, their pool. They have a beautiful like lazy rivers. They have a, it's gigantic. And they caught me like I think three nights, four days over there. No problem. Uh, $500 dinner vouchers. Um, valet parking for free. I mean, you name it, they comped me. They gave me even gas money from driving from Tampa to Hollywood. They even compensated you for that. So that's how good that place takes care of you. And I didn't have to spend a million dollars gambling. I think I spent like maybe mm, up and down around $10,000, but that was like, you know, with my winnings too. I think I went in there with a couple grand, a couple, you know, each time. And then I, you know, walked out of there, you know, or I went up and down with like ten to fifteen thousand dollars of playing, you know, for about eight hours. You know, I took my time. So in between, you know, all that, all that time, I did shuffle a laundry, like a lot of money, you know, on my players card. So that's kind of the trick I think you do is just, you know, bring in, you know, a, a nice decent, you know, a minimum five hundred bucks, like minimum, to even get a chance at winning anything adequate that would benefit your time you know if you're just there for vacation and pleasure yeah you just did you know diddly dally around you go see a show you go see a concert you go to the um uh, the oak what's it oh my gosh uh, senator's oak or what i can't think of it council oak council oak and spend 500 dollars for dinner there but don't worry about it they give you a 500 hundred dollar dinner voucher so you're taking care of with that with that gigantic 18 percent um tip on your uh server who only comes around to the table once and there's like 16 other guys that come around and check on you, but they're just not your original server that's getting the, wait, what is the math on that? I mean, well, 20% of that's a hundred bucks. So, I mean, that's still like, not, I mean, that's still pretty good. A hundred bucks for one table. So if you do like four tables, you got 400 bucks right there, just in tips. Plus, I don't know what their like hourly is for waiting tables, but that's the trick right there, people. If you are in hospitality and you are a waiter or waitress and you are even a bartender, I would be at the five-star bitches. I would be, you know, Ritz-Carlton in my ass over there. Or even the, um, what's the other one? It begins with uh, an M, I think. Um, Je- Minnie has the dis- family discount rate over there. It begins with, oh my gosh, the Sheridan, not the Sheridan, the, uh, Maryland? Wait. Hey, Siri. What is the hotel in downtown Tampa and Channel Side that begins with an M? One option I see is Seminole Heart Rock Hotel and Casino on Orient Road in Tampa, about 18 miles to your north, and it gets 84% positive. Marriott, that's it, the Marriott. No, thank you, Siri. That's not the one, but that's the one I was just talking about. Isn't that funny? They brought up. The Hard Rock is the first one. <laughs> the Marriott, that's the thinking. So that's the other hotel um, as well. So, I mean, uh, whatever, whatever hotel, you know, is like four or five star, that's what I personally would do. Because, I mean, unless I'm missing a program here in the system, that is where you'd be banking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like bartending or waitstaffing at some hole in the wall Joe Schmo place where everybody like is wearing overalls and there's just served chicken wings. You know, I'm going to be over where there's the caviar and the sashimis and the, you know, the, the New York strips and the, and the, all the, you know, all that sushis and, you know, expensive wines and champagnes and hell yeah. That's like, I mean, think about it. That do the math. That's where the money's at. That's where I would go. So it would be worth your drive and it's worth your time. Maybe someone listening needs to hear that message. So I think 
that is it. I feel that my gypsy medium psychic abilities are feeling or channeling somebody that does need to hear that message about hospitality. So, and it's... Siri, I'm not talking to you anymore. Good Lord. Still working. Okay, stop. I don't even know why. She's going off. He, she, shim. Actually, I would like... I would like to hear my horoscope if it's, I'm a Pisces. I haven't heard it today. It's something's telling me to do that. And it's usually my, um, my spiritual and my gut feeling that, okay, wait, here we go. Um, what is Pisces horoscope? I could do a little brief one for everybody. Cause I know everybody's not a Pisces. Um, it's the last sign of the Zodiac. Okay. Pisces is the 12th and final astrological astrological sign in the zodiac it is a negative mutual sign whoa i didn't know that it spans 330 degrees to 360 of celestial longitude under the tropical zodiac the sun transits this area between february 19 and march 20th and the symbol is fish and the element is water and that is totally me i'm february 21st i'm definitely a water fanatic and fishing person what type of person is the Pisces? Pisces are highly creative and imaginative. Walker reports, as well as compassionate and loving. Their emotional sensitivity factor is high, helping them to remain in tune with others, but also leaving them vulnerable to criticism, worrying a lot about the effect that their actions might have on others. Well, isn't that some shit right there? Like, literally... I was talking about the podcast, you know, and the description of it. And I wanted to point out that I wanted to base it off of not giving a shit what others think and like stop hiding who and what I really want to like say and tell it to because I may offend someone else or I may hurt their feelings or something. But I, oh, well, then don't listen to me. Like, don't listen to me and don't stalk me. Don't tune into me. Don't track me. Don't, don't follow me. Just don't. I mean, like, I'm going to say what I want to say. You do you. I'm going to do me. You do you. I'm going to do me. So I am built from every mistake I made. And I am who I am today because of what I've been through. And I'm proud of that. And I'm proud of what I've been through because I'm a survivor. And I've survived through some bullshit. Bullshit. Like, when I say bullshit, I mean bullshit. In between there, there's some rock bottoms. There's all kinds of shit. I mean... We'll get, you'll get to know me more throughout, you know, the the times here. There's a, I mean, you'll get to know like my, me, me, me. Like you'll get to know me through my stories and through like my journey, through the guests that come on here with the, you know, like just get to know me. This is the perfect way. If you've been curious about my life and curious about who I am, what I do, how I do it, where I do it, what time I do it, like why I do it, then this podcast is something that you definitely need to follow um, and listen to because I'm putting my vulnerability out there of, you know, my, my personal and my private intimate and non-intimate, um, times and journeys in my life. And I'm doing this on purpose so that I can benefit off of feeling good that I'm helping others not make the same mistakes that I've made in life and to inspire others about, you know, you can be a dynamic person out there and go through a bunch of shit and still survive and make it through it and still, achieve a lot of fucking goals and move mountains and all that good stuff it's just like 
a state of mind. You are who you are, but who you surround yourself with. And isn't that some fucking truth? It really is. You are who you are, but who you surround with. If you start hanging out with a bunch of crackheads, you're eventually going to, you know, start smoking that fucking crack pipe and you're going to eventually start losing all your teeth and getting really skinny and you're, you know, malnutrition, lose your job. You're going to like, you know, lose connection with, with the world. And you're just going to hang out with a bunch of homeless junkies. And like, that's literally it. If you, if you surround yourself with a bunch of positive, you know, goal-oriented, driven individuals that keep their shit together and still find ways to have fun and let loose in life, then you will be, in, you'll be motivated by their success and their drive as well. And so, you know, you get a sour apple in the group and that just shifts the whole environment. You know, it's just, I cannot be around negative people. I totally go nuts like I go nuts if I'm around negative people I can sense it I can sense auras I'm an empath like really really well so if I'm around a negative person I just tell them flat out I'm like look I don't know what your issue is you know I don't really care but if it's not like life-threatening you know you choose your own battles in life then I'm sorry but your negative attitude is like really affecting my positivity aura and I cannot be around you what are you talking about I don't have any negativity what are you talking about you're crazy what are you talking bitch I can see it and sense it all over you okay I have spiritual abilities that I can sense auras like instantly I can like I mean I can feel your 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 tension I can feel it and it fucks with my head so therefore I don't want to be around you I choose not to be around negative Nancy's period and Debbie Downers for real for real positive patties only so I don't care if they get by her but I will remove myself if they don't remove themselves from the um from the situation because I don't waste no time letting that negativity flow into my my brain or my soul my my oxygen you know, I don't even like want to be around it. There's life is too short to be a bitch. Life's too short to be bitching about whiny ass stupid shit that doesn't mean anything or doesn't even affect you. But you want to sit around and be a frowning, you know, Frank and be all like you want all this energy focused on you about your negative situation. So you can you want to take a bunch of positive people that are having a good time and have them tune in to your selfish ass whiny self about stupid shit that doesn't really even matter period. I mean, come on now, people. Like, really? Like, if you are losing a limb, you're bleeding out, or you're about to die, those are some things I would definitely stop in my tracks and help and totally bring awareness to. But if you, like, forgot your, your favorite shoes at home and you wanted to go running after work and now you can't go running after work because you left your favorite shoes at home and you're pissed off about that because you need to go running after work it's like oh my gosh like keep that shit to yourself i don't even want to know about that stupid shit i have bigger fish in the fucking sea to go fry besides that petty ass shit that means that you haven't you haven't hit no rock bottoms in your life. You've lived this cushy, you know, lifestyle, maybe even silver spoon, and you don't know how it is to have a rough lifestyle. You don't know how it is to hit rock bottom. You don't know how it is to be homeless. You don't know how it is to be incarcerated. You don't know how it is to go to court and fight for your kids. You don't know how it is to like live off of like, you know, nothing and still like have a smile on your face. So 
it's like those people I can't be around because that means that they still have a lot of gosh dang learning to do about life. They have a lot of life lessons that are still ahead of them and they need to go through a lot of jungles to get through them as well. And I don't want to be a part of that shit at all because I've already done my time and I have curveballs that are still sent to me that I try dodging and they still hit me, but I still learn from them. And I'm 43 years old and I'm still like learning about these, you know, these hits. So there's hell no, I'm not going back into, I'm not, I'm climbing the ladder. I'm not going back down that ladder. I'm not going down to your level where your ass is the same age as me. And you just now have to start learning lessons. Uh Uh-uh, honey, you partied on that yacht way too much and sucking on those strawberries. Mm -mm -mm. Like I I got off the boat a while ago, you know, and I, (laughs) I went through the jungle. So, if you're just getting on that jungle riding out, good luck, Chuck. Sayonara, bitch. <laughs> Let me call me when you're out of the jungle. Tell me how. Tell me how it is. Like for real, for real. I mean, they say that there's a frog, a frog story where like a frog will, if you throw, if you get a, a thing of boiling water and you throw a frog, I know sensitive word, right? Throw a frog in boiling water, it will instantly jump out, right? So if you put a frog in a pot with water in it and you turn it, the heat on and it slowly and gradually, you know, starts cooking hotter and hotter, the frog will die. The frog stays in there and it adjusts its body to the heat uh, as it gets hotter and hotter and hotter, but it's, it ends up dying because it's, you know, started from mild temperature water and then it, it ended up hot and then it ended up dying. But you threw the frog into boiling water and that that thing was like, hell no, bitch, this shit is hot. And it just jumped right back out. But like, if you put yourself in a situation where in the beginning, you know, it's like fine and stuff, but then things start getting worse and worse and worse, you're eventually going to die out yourself. I mean, that goes for relationships. That goes for, you know, toxic relationships. It goes for a lot of things. That's like a good metaphor to think about in life. You know, if something's already hot and you put your finger on it, you know, and you jump the hell, hell no, that shit's already hot. I'm not going near that bitch. Mm-mm-mm. But sometimes, you know, we get we get taken in and uh, consumed by situations and they we're blindsided by them. And we don't see the fact that like the water is getting hotter and hotter and hotter. But if I'm standing outside that pot and I'm telling you, hey, yo, froggy, this shit's getting hot. You better get the hell out of there. And if you don't, that's your choice to listen to me or not listen to me. But most of the time, people don't really listen to others when they try to give life advice because they're stubborn in their own ways. I'm very stubborn. And, you know, actually some do then. Some do listen to advice. But usually when you don't listen to the advice, two things happen. You either, like, fall victim to disaster. You know, like, you literally fall victim to disaster. But you do it in a way where if someone gives you life advice and you listen to them... It dodges a bullet for you. It dodges triumph and it dodges some, you know, some rocky roads for you that maybe you needed to learn, you know. So I understand if people have a hard time listening to people's life advice. I I mean, I give a lot of life advice, a lot of it, and it's your choice to, like, do whatever with it. I would hope that the advice that I give absorbs in your brain and, like, when you're in those situations, you, you flash back to the example or metaphor that I have try to brand in your brain to remember and you make a conscious decision of what you're going to do 
based upon, you know, the example or the story I told about that situation, you know. So maybe the stuff that I'm telling you right now is not affecting you at all, but somewhere in your life or in your path in the future, you run into a situation where it makes you flash back to similar stuff that I'm talking about and you will remember what I did and what choice I made and what choice I didn't make. And it'll help you in your mind, you know, like subconsciously to make a, a better decision or a good decision. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Right. So anyway, I went to the Hard Rock with her and um, we, it was like Ferrari night and Lamborghini night. I'll tell you that. It was like bad bitches everywhere. Like here, bitch, there, bitch, everywhere, bitch, bitch. I'm talking about the ballet section was balling, balling. I mean, there was like ballers in that place. And there, I mean, there was, I took some pictures of them. Like, yeah, this is my whip right here. This is my Lambo. Yeah. Then we saw the one Lambo on the way back. Like it was like flashing its like hazards and shit. Like it's like, it was a Tesla or something. And it ran out of its like Tesla juice and it was on the side of the road. I'm like, mm, maybe that's a knockoff Lambo. I mean, look, it's on the side of the road. It's, mm, it's, pull, it's pulled itself over. That's an Ambo. It's not a Lambo. That's an Ambo knockoff. <laughs> Someone took a, a Corvette or some shit and converted it into a, into an Ambo and just spray painted some little detail of Lamborghini symbol on it. <laughs> but there definitely was some ballers at the Hard Rock. Um, the place was packed. And so there was, I saw, there was at least four um, Lamborghinis there and there was a Ferrari F12 there. There was a bunch of brand Range Rovers, Land Rovers, um, the new Corvettes were there. It was, I mean, like literally exotic car show in the ballet section. I mean, big redneck trucks with custom details and lifted, you know, we lifted bodies with the giant, you know, monster truck wheels that have LED lights. I mean, it was, it was pretty impressive. And, you know, most of those, most of those guys are, are poker players. There was a concert there, concert tonight too. I forget which, who was playing. There was a couple, a lot of people dressed up too. And there was a lot of um, Leos in the house over there. I mean, more, more than normal that I've seen. Lots of cops everywhere. Here, pig, there, pig. Just kidding. Love, oink, oink. <laughs> Go get a donut. Hi. Love you a long time. No pun intended. So... After there, we just did the, a little bit of a drive shame home and stopped and get slushies at the Wawa so we could satisfy our um, depression <laughs> from losing money. So, but previously to that, I had a date, a kind of, not really a date. I had a, I want to say a invite to Netflix and chill. No, <laughs> just kidding. I hate that phrase, really. It's just like, it's just like, nah, it doesn't click with me. So I had a like arrangement to meet up with somebody and I decided not to do it. I decided to renege on my decision because this individual said something to me that shocked the shit out of me. Like literally, I don't know if I have a sign, invisible sign that only like men can read or, or see through me that says that you have the right to tell Debbie the most ludicrous bullshit stuff and she will listen to you on earth. Like, I mean, I don't know where people get this. I mean, I guess it's a compliment in a way that people feel so comfortable sharing and expressing and talking to me and asking me the things they do. And I'm talking on, a, on an X-rated level most of the time. 
But, I mean, I'm so used to it. No, no pun. Like, no joke. Like, seriously, I'm so used to it that, like, all my life, I am an attractive person. I am a MILF. You know, I do, I do recognize that. I'm very humble with my, with my appearance. I'm very humble. It's my personality that goes with my looks, too. My personality is fucking dynamic. It's out there. It's crazy. It's, it's not crazy. It's sleepy. It's not sleepy. It's spontaneous. It's fun. It's happy. It's, you know, I'm like, check, 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 check. I'm like, you know, so my, I would, I would do me too. I would do me as well because of my personality, because apparently there's a lot of boring ass people out there. And there's a lot of like mean negative people that walk around with this depression look on their face. And there's a lot of like assholes out there. There's a lot of bullshit, bullshit people out there. And who wants to be around that shit? Like you want to be around like positive people that make you, and I'm funny. I'm fucking funny. Like, trust me, I got some shit to tell you. (laughs) So I mean, I just am a person that, like, lightens up the room type of thing. And I'm a tension whore, definitely. And a camera whore, definitely. So I check those boxes. But you never know what your day is or what your um, night with me is going to be like uh, or your day with me. Because I just go with the flow. I, you know, my my agenda changes, like, instantly. And I don't get butthurt over it. I don't care. I don't, I choose my battles. I don't care if shit changes. That's why I don't rely on people and I don't like expect the unexpected all the time. I just go with the flow. Go with the flow is a lot more easier than having all this shit lined up and it doesn't come through. And then you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. And then, I mean, even if that shit did happen to me I, and it all got canceled or my agenda got, you know, whatever, I still wouldn't be a bitch about it. I still wouldn't walk around all negative. I'd be like, so it wasn't meant to be. The universe called and they said that this agenda is bullshit. And they said that me produce something else. Okay, so let's carry on with our day. I'm hungry. Let's go eat. So that's basically about it. So I wanted to um, just touch base on the date. This person is definitely a narcissistic whiny bitch okay and this person obviously i mean is just self self-absorbed with themselves oblivious to reality oblivious to reality in the realism of like of life this person is a very you know attractive person don't get me wrong i checked all the boxes that i you know have and even checking all the boxes, I already told him and I said it out loud to him. And I said it to my friends too. I was like, you know, the vaginas. I was like, yo, he checks too many boxes to be like a normal person. <laughs> Not even normal. Like he checks too many boxes. That's a red flag. So as twisted and I like, you know, idiotic sounding as this is the statement, when a guy checks all your standard boxes, it's still a red flag. No matter what. So you guys, you just can't win. I mean, either way, you're going to you're gonna get a, a red flag. <laughs> and this motherfucker gave me a red flag as well. Because I called him out on his bullshit. And um, then he started tr- narcissistically. I don't even want to give him that title. I don't want to give him that type of strength, strengthful title. Because he's not even on that level of strength to be considered someone who is narcissistic that has manipulated, you know, mindset. He's below that. He's below that level. That's literally how for real I'm being. So he basically insinuated to meet up with me just to Netflix and chill for real, for real. And then says to me, this is no joke. I have it on text. Then says to me, he has to leave once um he has to leave in a little bit because he has to go to his best friend's birthday celebration 
So what you're basically trying to tell me via text is that you just want to come hang with me for the possibility of Netflix and chilling with me for the possibility of that. And then just get up and bounce and go to some best friend, bestie's birthday party and not invite me or not bring you with with you. Who the fuck? Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is you? What? What? I mean, like, do you understand the words that came out of your motherfucking mouth? Like, do you understand what you just said to me? So I am not an option. Wait, how does it go? Wait, it's choice. Yes. Wait, no, it's option. Oh, yeah, I said it right. I am not an option. I am a choice. I think. (laughs) I just fucked up the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, don't be, like, putting me down as a, like, possibility for your entertainment activity because you got a little bit of a gap in your schedule that you just are bored and you don't want to like you want to fill it with some sort of activity and you think that I'm going to be that fillable activity please you got the wrong sister brother like for real check yourself because you is wrecking yourself I mean like what the fuck like what is I mean I don't even know where a guy gets off to even present something like that to a female that is just some fuckery bullshit right there that is some whiny bitch bullshit and then when you know I said very classy and you know calmly and no swearing no nothing in my responses you know I was like yo you know go have fun at the birthday party I'm gonna go hang with the besties you know the vaginas like bye and he blew my phone up like blew it up like as far as like I don't even know I didn't even read half of it I didn't even care to read it it was just bullshit I'm not going to like waste more time on this situation because I've got other things to do in my life that matter and not this. Okay. I'm not going to be someone's fillable couple hours before their best friend's birthday party that they can't bring, invite me to. Fuck off, motherfucker. Like seriously. (sighs) Okay. Sorry. I had to vent. That was totally like on my chest. (laughs) I feel better now. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's just crazy and this is like why I still leave the door open for dating because I do still I'm not closed closing that door of course I'm I'm gonna leave options available on the table and who knows you know I don't know what the future holds I don't know what tomorrow is gonna bring but at the end of the day I'm not gonna close down any options for a possibility you know miracles happen and you know my path changes all the time, just like everyone else's. So, I mean, someone, someone of I, someone iconic, I know, connection of a spark, could cross my path tonight or tomorrow morning or, I mean, next week. Who knows? And if that happens, you know, I, I will definitely entertain it. So until then, I love making friends with people. I love networking. I love collecting humans. I love, I'm a human collector. I literally love and intrigued by meeting people and having a large amount of of friends and networks and colleagues because I like to hear everyone's story. I like to know what you do. I like to know your journey, where you got, how you got there. And you know, I don't need to hear the every detail of your fucking life, please. I don't have a lot of time. I just need, I mean, I just like to hear the, the W's, the who, what, where, when, and why. Like, where'd you come from? Who are you? Why did you come here? When did you come here? How are things, you know, like those questions, those answer, the bullet points of like, 
of someone and then that person's like what they their experience and their journey and their profession of what they do could be something that I in my in my travels can refer out to them for business and build a you know networking connection with this person and or I could hire them or they could hire me for work you know you never know or two years down the road I may need a electrician and luckily I met four of them over the years I'm going to look at my phone and see who's available if they can scratch my back you know I'll scratch their back you know you never know how someone will be a part of your life when you meet them until you get to know them and that is so important to get to know someone when you are a narcissistic little prick you don't take the time to ask someone back how their day is how are they feeling what did you do today who are you with how are you feeling you know they don't they just care about themselves they just care about themselves and what they do is more important than anything you do and what you're doing doesn't even lay a finger on their priorities their priorities come first and then yours are like bullshit like yours don't exist fuck that static Sorry. If you're with somebody right now that you're going through that type of shit, you either in that for the money and you just keeping your mouth shut and you waiting for, you know, them six feet under and or you just like, you know, are just miserable and you recognize that situation, but you just keeping your mouth shut because you just going because you, you you're doing the thing with the kid thing. You don't want to like guilt it with the kids. You're not supposed to do that, blah, blah, blah. Or you like if you're in that situation and you are just now realizing this, that like this is occurring in your life. Put the brakes on and get the fuck out. Like seriously, because you are in a miserable, miserable, miserable situation. And you're not it's not gonna get any better. It does not get any better for real. So I just wanna let you know this was a very strong and spiritual podcast. I felt I felt it. I felt the the spark of my own spark. <laughs> when you spark, I spark, we spark. You put my hand up on my spark. Anyway, I, I do say nerdish stuff i know it's crazy it's very crazy so do i sound like asimar As- is it asmar or asmar asmar wait hold on let me talk to my microphone <laughs> so I said, do i sound like asmar asmar <laughs> wait i don't have any nails on right now i can't do that nail thing so um 41 minutes into here about my vent at its best and I'm gonna try freestyling just for a little bit because I you know I'm not crying and I've been trying the rhyming <laughs> I just gotta learn a better beat because it's never sounding neat and I sound like a nerd and I know the baby took a shit in its turd <laughs> no I do love the freestyle but I suck at it I mean I I go up and down if I don't do it religiously then I lose my like my flow and then I get all choppy and I try doing it again and then I sound like an amateur in which you know I'm nowhere near a professional at it I want to be like Eminem in that gorilla song or whatever he goes H-K. wait H-A-H-A-H-A. I can build a bo- bottle of vodka from a cover yet <laughs> I don't know because the FCC won't let me be, let me be me, so let me see. They try to shut me down on MTV, but it feels so empty without me. All right, I'm going to go. So peace out, people, and spread the love, and stay strong. Stay strong, because you know what? Life is too short to be a bitch. Just stay strong and smile. God loves you, or whatever God you like.
in the universe. <laughs> this is Deputy is reporting live on the DDRL Meet and Medium and Common Rare.